axis of evil. Flying missiles of high call. We are controlling transmission. Alrighty, welcome back to the Rough Waters podcast with Barry and Donald. Today we have a really good topic for you guys. We're going to be getting into Nephilim and kind of what their origin story is and where they basically come from and what their effects are on us today. We're going to really try to get into what throughout history has been leading up to this and what signs we've had to kind of show and kind of get our opinions on what that is. Barry, do you have any insight on this that you want to get into? Yeah, it's always been an interesting topic when you're talking about the Nephilim um, and because there's a lot of people that may have heard about giants um, in historical uh, documentation, uh, whether it is in alternative books or whether it is in the Bible. Um, I know that in the Bible, Genesis 6, 1 through 4 talks about them quite a bit. Um, I know there is also in Job and I believe Ezekiel and Leviticus also talk about them. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of other contexts. There's a lot of pictures out there of huge femurs and bones of human skeletons that have been found throughout the history of the world. Um, there's also been rumors of late that they are still around in Afghanistan living in the caves. So there's a lot of stuff to talk about, and we can definitely start diving into the history and what we, what we think um, and how, like Donald said, how it ties into... Uh, current times and potential history that has been rewritten throughout our history. Yeah, I think with with the whole Genesis six, if you just look into that whole story, it's the fallen angels coming down and and flying with the daughters of man, Adam, like daughters of man, right. and that offspring is said to be. The, the giants, the the man of the, the legends of or you know the, the man of like great stature and everything. They're the redheaded giants. You see their story go throughout the Bible. You, it says in those verses that they're there before and after the flood. They're they're completely corrupt in the bloodline after that after those uh, scriptures. Right. And my personal belief on that is uh, that never Eve ate the fruit. And the devil, the serpent, was the one to corrupt her into doing so. God told the devil, there will be one that comes after her that's, that stomps on your foot with his heel. And so my thought is, is when he heard that, he was like, okay, I'm going to send all of the, the, the fallen angels that I can to corrupt this, this pure bloodline. Right. And that's why whenever Noah... Like at the flood, his family was the last bloodline. And a little little known fact is that whenever one of the children were born, he actually thought his his uh, wife cheated on him because the child was born with red hair. So I think it was um, what was it the youngest son's Nimrod? I believe so. I don't remember. So I know, I know, well, I know. I had three. He was father of three sons of Shem, Ham, and uh, Japheth, or Japheth. But okay, I, well, remember, was, I don't remember who was born from that. Well, there, there, that was the his fears that that bloodline was polluted. Yeah, because so, 
Yeah, because there was there was a thought that, you know, because in Genesis, it does talk about the Nephilim were before the flood and they were after the flood. So the theory behind that is that even though Noah and his sons were pure bloodline, their wives had the gene of the Nephilim in them. So therefore, when they bore sons after, there were offspring that had the Nephilim bloodline within them. So that's why there were giants after the flood. That's why when um, the Israelites wanted to go into Canaan, there were giants because that was that bloodline. Yes, yeah, I've even seen that. I agree with that 100%. I think that there, there had to be some kind of some kind of bloodline to, to lead that on. And I mean, right. the, the giants, Goliath. Goliath was even spoken of as a small giant. Right. There were giants bigger than him. He had his, his family that were bigger. Uh, but there were a lot of, if you look today, you can, they're discovering these caves and these mountains that you can actually, very small holes, but they were airtight. And you go in there and they're cities, like for mm -hmm. giants. So one of my thoughts is what if, what, what if the technologies they had, because they, I'm sure the technologies that they had back then probably like far advanced us with what we can do now. I mean, look at the pyramids. You look at all those ancient cities that were little. They, they had elephants and camels and horses and stuff that right. I, I don't think that we were capable of creating those things. And mm -hmm. so they had to have some kind of technology, whether it was alien technology, like how do we know that the the Nephilim weren't that the fallen angels they came in. How do we know that they weren't just terrestrial extraterrestrial beings? Right. That were fall the fallen angels. They just they just disguised themselves as that to be known as gods. And that's why the Egyptians worshiped them. And that's right. that's one of my big big things with that is because you know we don't know. You just you see the hieroglyphs of the spacecrafts and stuff coming in. And it's just, it, it kind of makes you wonder like, okay, these, these Egyptians were doing portraits of this. You, you see all the stuff, you hear all the tales about Atlantis and everything. I just think there's a lot more to those stories that a lot of people just want to brush off as folk, like folklore. Right. And it's definitely something to look into. Yeah, so I pulled up the actual uh, passage from the Bible. Um, if you're okay with them, I'm just going to read it. It's about you know four or five, six sentences. But at least for people that may not have heard this or understand what this is, what context we're talking about here and where we're actually deriving this information from. So um, in the Bible, it says, and this is in Genesis 6. You can look it up for yourself. You can go type this in on any search engine. Um, it's going to be verses 1 through 4. It says, now it came about when, two, when men began to multiply on the face of the land and the daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men were beautiful and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. Then the Lord said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever because he is also flesh. Nevertheless, his days shall be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in these days and also afterward when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. So they're talking about these huge men, these men that were had that were 
powerful. Uh, they had great strength. They probably they probably looked good. Um, but the thing is, yeah, as Donald said before, is that back in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve sinned, and God put that um, that threat or promise onto Satan that that Jesus will come and bruise your he will he will he will he will pretty much kill you in the process he will he will be your you will be his slave so Satan at that point knew I had to taint that because God he knew that that Jesus was going to come in human flesh so Satan is in the thought process of wanting to destroy that bloodline and so that was the reason for the sons of man or sons of god to come back on earth in human flesh and bear children with the the women on the earth because they saw that they were beautiful they saw that they were they were they were gorgeous um and then they could be fruitful and multiply and destroy god's plans and that may seem kind of sound like far-fetched, but if you really start thinking about, okay, you know, uh, even in the process of having uh, demonic uh, takeovers by people, you know, being uh, this, uh, demons coming inside of people, it's possible. You know, there, there's in the spiritual realm, there's just a little bit of uh, something that, you know, is, is left to be as, as our natural mind can't comprehend because that's, that's something that's beyond what our natural mind can comprehend is that spiritual level and, you know, to completely understand how everything works behind there. And if you start reading in the Bible, like I said, if you start looking in, in the book of Job and there's a couple other references in Leviticus, I believe, and Ezekiel, it dives a little bit more into the Nephilim and it dives a little bit more into how that process actually worked. And even, uh, even the book of Job, he, I, biblical scholars believe that he lived right around the time of the flood. Um, so he, and it's the oldest book of the Bible, um, known book of the Bible. And so it talks about the Nephilim there and also talks about other things like, you know, dinosaurs and stuff like that as well. But, um, huge dinosaurs with tree trunks, like cedar trees, you know, tails, like cedar trees, you know? So it's like, there's, there's a lot of stuff that have context within the Bible that, that, um, there's, there's cross references and there's also historical documents that are cross referenced with that as well. And now we're also seeing like Donald said before, we have physical evidences of huge caves. You start seeing some of these buildings that are, that are extremely old. that have these huge doors. Why would a six foot person need a 36 foot door? You know, you start asking these questions and you start saying, okay, why do we, why would a six foot person need a tall window. Why would a six foot person need these huge tall doors that a normal person can barely reach? Like where'd these buildings come from and who built them and what kind of technology did they have? And, you know, that's one thing that I'm starting to get into here is uh, if you start looking at uh, Tartaria, it, it's, you start blending in our history and versus what was these, some of these buildings that are buried by mud floods and these huge doors and these huge windows that are just like, why would humans, if we've been around like this, build this, but if it wasn't us, who was it? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just thinking that technology came from somewhere. We have no idea about it. And now we're trying to 
understand why it's being covered up or if it, if it isn't being covered up, why aren't more people talking about it? Right. Because that's a lot of information out there that, you know, we can't even scratch the surface on some of it. No, we're just trying to, to piece together a puzzle that we don't have all the pieces. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really, I'm really, I'm looking forward to digging into Pataria and everything because that is just, it's so interesting to think about that you see the, I think they said they found Atlantis. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but like you were saying with the 36 foot doors or all that, we don't need that. We, seven foot doors are just fine for us. I mean, we, we have, we have uh, abnormally tall people right now. Like you, you see people who are close to seven foot, seven and a half foot, eight foot, but that's not very likely. But whenever the, the Israelites were, were with Moses or yeah, with Moses and they came across the promised land and they said that we're like grasshoppers to them. Mm-hmm. They carried back a bundle of grapes that it took two of them to carry. Right. I mean, that was literally them telling them we are like grasshoppers. We are that small compared to them because they were probably a fourth of their size. I mean, that's a that's a big difference in height. And so right. if you want to think about that, uh, they talk about seeing them in the in Afghanistan still. They tell I mean the people there, it's it's common knowledge to them, but to the outside world, you know, we're still we're still blind to that. We have helicopter pilots who talk about it. I just listened to an episode of Sasquatch Chronicles the other day, and they were speaking about how this military guy said that they went up there and they were they were talking to them about the giants and all that. And the uh, there it was an old like shaman type guy who lived up in the mountains. I, I don't know exactly, but he was living up there. And I think the 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 old man like he asked the old man. He said, "Have you ever seen Bigfoot jumping around?" And uh, the, the old man looked at him. He's like, "I mean, yeah. Why why would you even ask about that? Like, like those stories are true." And so, if you want to relate Bigfoot to the Nephilim, which some people do, they think. I mean, they. I believe there's some scripture out there that says something about a group of the Nephilim that looked ape-like. And I don't know if that's in the Book of Enoch or what scripture that's from. I've, right. I've heard that. And so, from that scripture, if it's if it is a scripture from if it is folklore, I mean, obviously it had to come from somewhere. So, if that is the case. They're seeing giants that are reportedly between 15 to 20 foot tall and eight like creatures between 10 and like between eight and 12 feet tall. I mean, that's, that's insane because to them, it's like, oh yeah, they, they come down here. They, they still are livestock. They scare our women just like the natives did. I mean, you can look at the Lovelock caves in that battle, the natives hunted the redheaded giants that's they record that in their history that they went to war with them they were here whenever they got to the americas and they did not get along because they would eat the people and everything and it's just like you know it's it's those those history like well that it's that history that is just covered up and they find the giant bone structure like all those I mean, you've heard of the giant strut like bones that right, they found yeah. and hidden in the Smithsonian. Yep. And it's just like, 
we're just covering this up. They have pictures of that that they found in California. And if if you look at the Lovelock case, there's just there's a story out there. This guy, I think he took a picture of it. That that he's seen a giant handprint smeared down the back wall. And after he told the people about that, they went in there the next week, and that section was closed and it was all cleaned up. Mm -hmm. So, what what are they trying to hide? Right. Yeah, you know, and it, you and you're talking about all these skeleton bones. You know, they talk about. I know I don't remember which king it was, but they they there was a king out there that had a bed that was 13 and a half feet long. So you know, you think of your average bed is about you know six six and a half. You know, probably about six and a half. I mean, why would you need a bed that's 13 and a half feet long? I mean, you can fit two two humans. You know, head to foot, head to foot there. You know, why would you need a 13 and a half inch bed or a 13 and a half foot bed if you were six feet tall? You know, it's like, and you, and they, and you're, they're finding all these, they're finding all these skeletons all over the world. Like you said, there's, there's been stuff found here in the United States. There's been stuff found in Afghanistan and France, all over the world. You know, there's just, it's been like that. You know, when we talk about Goliath, you know, you got, you hear that great story about David and Goliath. I think Goliath is maybe like between like nine and 11 feet tall or something like that that I, I heard. And, you know, you start, you start digging into some of this stuff and, and, and once you start asking, like, we've talked about this in the, in the previous podcast, once you start asking the questions about, is this even possible? And you start digging into it, you start understanding that our history is, is not what we know. You know, there's, there's other stuff that's out there that we haven't been told. And the question is, why? Why Why would they want to hold this back from us? And that's why it's important that we have historical books like the Bible, and we have historical things and other, other texts out there that talk about this stuff, um, because it is, it is great to understand our history, not, not just the history that's taught in schools, because what's taught in schools is a is a watered down, washed out version of something that is also potentially has a different separate narrative into it, you know, and there's a lot of, if you start looking into some of these other, other, uh, alternative, uh, historians, you know, they talk about the great reset. That's, that's potentially going to be happening here shortly. It's actually happening right now because they're, they're physically rewriting yeah. history as we speak there. I mean, they're rewriting dictionary, you know, words they, you know, if you look up the word, um, immunity, you know, between, 2019 and 2021 they've changed the word you know what what it is to be immune to something or or vaccinated against something they changed the context of the words and they're changing the context of our history um and they and from what i understand is they did there was there's a couple there's i mean debate about what what time frame but sometime around you know the 1800s there was another reset there was a, a reset about how uh, our history has has come about and they can do that within a generation because if you can silence a certain generation from talking they can rewrite the history so the more they can silence you about what actually happened in the past the more they can rewrite it because there's nobody around to tell it and so you know there's there's that little bit of history and 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 you know i i heard this one theory too with uh when they did the lewis and clark expeditions um, when they bought the Louisiana purchase um, and when Lewis and Clark were doing their adventures and stuff like that throughout the, you know, discovering the, the rest of the West, um, they found already buildings that were built. 
you know, there were, there were buildings that were already built and they don't, and all that stuff that I think Lewis was going back to, I think Pennsylvania or Maryland or something like that. And he got killed, you know, it was, they said it was suicide, but he, he got killed and his notebook full of notes went missing. So what was in those notes? What were in there? It was because he knew he had to have known something about what they saw out there in the West. And you start looking at some of these buildings that were, you know, built in the, you know, late 1800s, but you're like, okay, how can they build that building when they don't have cranes? You know, you can't, we can't even build those buildings now. How, how could they build that beautiful of a structure that well put together and it looked that good? And if you start looking at the world's fairs, you know, they built this stuff in, in how many months or two years and they tore them all down and burned them all down. Why would they do that? Why would they build something and then tear it back down? Or was it always there? They had their little spiel about the whole entire deal. And it looked like stuff straight from Rome, you know, in Greece. And they had the same similar structures that they all of a sudden then destroyed. Why would they destroy it? Because why? Because they want to erase our past. Yeah, I mean, you look at our government buildings. I mean, how many pictures do we have of our government buildings being built with right. those like, magnificent domes, those huge pillars, beautiful carvings with no roads? How are you going to get those, those supplies there? And like you were saying with the, the World's Fairs, I mean, two years to do landscaping, dig, dig huge, uh, huge lakes up, yeah. build 22 acres of city blocks and these towers. We can't do that with our technology. I mean, they, they went and took a, a survey to ask a construction a contractor how long it would take him. And he estimated between 10 and 15 years with unlimited people. Mm-hmm. And so obviously they're using something that we don't even have close to the same technology now. And I know a lot of people would say, oh, their work ethic was a lot harder back then. You know, they, they were dedicated to their work. They, they, they strove to do this better. But I'm sorry, I, I just don't see that happening. I mean, you, I mean, you look at the Amish, they can accomplish a lot. They're, you send them out there, they can put a barn up in a day. So, I mean, I guess, I guess if you have enough people who know what they're doing, there's a chance. But it's very, very unlikely with the landscaping that they had to do. And then, like you were saying, burning it down. Why would you burn down something that magnificent? I mean, they, they right. claim that it was like walking into Jerusalem. You know, they had that many actors, that many actresses there to do that. It's, yeah. it's beautiful craftsmanship that they're just, just completely wiping out because, well, time to move on to the next one. I don't think it works that way, and I, I don't know. Have you heard the uh, the theory about the well, the theory about the Grand Canyon being a mining site for the giants? I think that's where they mined. That's why it's it's so deep that those those um, they found like chambers and tombs and stuff inside the, hmm. the Grand Canyon. I did not hear that and, actually. Yes, yeah, so I've heard some stories about that. Hmm. Uh, I want to know what what your take is on. You've heard about the skulls they found down there in South America with the uh, crystal skulls or the elongated skulls. Yep. What are your thoughts on that? What do you think that that might be? 
honestly, I, I don't know, you know, I, and that's, that's where kind of, I haven't dug a, dug a lot into that, but I have, you know, I've, I've, I've heard of the elongated skulls and yeah, there might be the, there might be the theory on that. Like they do with the, with the necks um, where they can elongate necks by adding rings. And I'm, I'm sure they probably could potentially do that with the skulls as well. So there's that, I know I've, I've heard that theory that, you know, they added, they added stuff to as, as the skull is forming when you're, when you're a small child, they're able to do that. So then it, when it grows, it grows to that, but you know, you never know, you know, because you know, there, there's, 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 uh, uh, theories about aliens. There's theories about all, you know, the Nephilim, there's theories about all this other stuff out there that, you know, we, we don't know because, you know, they've, they've, I mean, I've seen pictures on lines of, of, of small little, you know, skeletons, you know, you don't know what this stuff is because we don't know our full history because a lot of this stuff has been written, rewritten or it never was documented to begin with, especially when you're like, start looking at some of these, these countries that maybe are, um, maybe a little bit more indigenous. Um, there's, there's not going to be a lot of documented evidence about what happened there. You know, you start seeing some of the stuff on like the Incans and the Aztecs and stuff like that, but you, you start looking at the structures and there's similar structures that you would find in Egypt and other places throughout the world. So what, what were these civilizations and what did they do and what did they, what did they know in, and with different skeletons like that, with elongated skulls and stuff that is, that's up for debate. Um, like I said, I've heard a couple of theories that I just stated before. That's about, that's a probably about all I really know. Yeah. See, I think that there's definitely copycatting of it. You can see it throughout history and you can see the, when they do the banding on the head, Yep. Because that's that's what they would do. They would ban the head to cause that elongated skull look. Yep. But the only thing that's in question for me is the ones that are banded are obviously banded. You okay. can see the banding marks and the 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 brain cavity. The size doesn't change, but with these elongated skulls that don't see the banding, the brain cavity is a lot larger, and mm. doing the banding wouldn't cause that to change. So that's that's one of the big things that if, if you look into that, there's no reason that there's no reason it would cause the brain to swell. And if it did, they wouldn't be alive for very long. I'm assuming right. with the, all that brain swelling. Uh, but my thought is, is what if the reason they, I mean, they had to have a reason to do the banding. They were trying to imitate. I mean, that's what people do. Naturally, we try to imitate those who we look up to. Right. Then it was the, they could have been fallen angels. They could have been aliens. My personal thought is that the fallen angels deceived them to make them believe that they were like that. I mean, for all we know, I mean, they, they described the fallen angels that have a serpent-like look and maybe that elongated skull pulled their face out longer, mm. gave them that look. I mean, I don't know personally, but it could affect their facial features to give them a more servant-like look. But with that elongated skull, I mean, who knows? They could have been using whatever. I mean, I don't even know if they're interdimensional or not. That's another topic that we can dig into. That right. Maybe they're coming from somewhere else, and mm -hmm. they've seen them coming through, and they came to them in a, in a ship or whatever they came in, and were like, hey, 
we basically made you guys, so you should bow down to us. Because look what we can do. Like they, they're cutting these stones precisely. They're placing them in these perfect, the perfect locations. The pyramids in in South America, the pyramids in in uh, Egypt. You look at Stonehenge and all that. You you find all these things, and they're what is that line? The line called that they're they're all placed on. It's a uh, they're placed in certain certain uh, geographical spots, but it's it's along like a certain energy levels throughout the world. But all these places okay. are all these all these uh, temples or all these monuments are all placed on this line. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what they call it, but yeah, like there's there's a link between. I know there's there like if you go to like. You can link like stuff like within like Washington D.C. all the way through like South America, and you can do the same thing in, on the on the you know in in, in uh, Europe and and Africa and whatever in Egypt and stuff like that. Like all that stuff is interconnected, and you can you can connect that stuff straight. Like there is no there's no deviation; it just cuts right through. And it's really weird to understand that you know if you start looking into even like how Washington DC is structured. If you look at an aerial structure of Washington DC, the way it's structured is in a pattern. So there, there is a, there, there had to have been some previous knowledge, some, some knowledge that was taken from long ago that somebody knows about something has to be known about because some of these structures to just be coincidentally in parallel with each other or in line with each other or interconnected somehow um is is crazy to believe and understand because even some of these structures that we talked about like when we, we just mentioned before tartaria some of these old buildings they were they were conductors they had electrical conductors that's what the peaks and the steeples are for they were electric they were they were conductors for for electricity the free energy and you kind of wonder what technology did they have that we don't have and you start looking at some of this technology that we have today now and even like you, you think about like a hundred and some years ago with uh tesla what did he know because i mean obviously he knew stuff about free energy that we it's suppressed now because we don't know because all his stuff is gone like like you start looking at some of this and you're like well who knows who knows about this and who's holding who's keeping a secret for crying out loud they're storing seeds for you know non-gmo seeds what else are they storing what else are they, what else what else other stuff is is missing in our in our history that they don't want us to know and why don't they want us to know it you know you start looking at even like the bible and stuff i wonder why they're trying to buy, ban the bible in a lot of these different countries because it talks about a history that they don't want you to know about because if you start questioning the history, then you start questioning other things. And that's what the whole point of this show is, is that we're, we're questioning some of this stuff and we're trying to get down to the bottom of it. And if we don't know the, if we don't know the story, like I just said before with the elongated skulls, I don't know enough about it, but I mean, I've, I've heard about it, but I don't know enough about it. And that's something that I'm going to have to dig into and dig a little bit deeper. So, you know, and as we continue to grow and as we continue to do this, we want to be able to bring uh, people that are, are a little bit more experts into these into these uh, talking points and to be able to educate us a little bit more as well because 
we don't know all the answers. We're just out here talking about it. We're just having fun talking about it um, because it's just something that it's just something fun to do. And we want to be able to have everybody else question the same things that we're questioning and be able to also do their own research and find out exactly what the answers are. Yeah, I'm really glad that you brought up Tesla because if if you yeah. I was actually gonna bring it up as soon as as soon as you started talking about their, their free like, energy yeah. because because he he designed a, a dam that would that powered the entire East Coast and that was shut down. Hmm. He desired the Tesla he he designed not desired, he designed the Tesla Tower. And the Tesla Tower that was reporting sending free electricity wirelessly up to like 50 miles he was powering lanterns like that far away so the oh. fact that all that technology was there but john i, I believe it was johnson and johnson uh, sponsoring him or something like that there it was one of those foundations but they were sponsoring him and that got shut down because there was no money to be made in that so right. that's something that's just like you know you look at all the stuff that's being suppressed from us because he had all this knowledge that is now lost. It's you're not gonna find it. I mean now now we're getting all these new cars out. And if you look at what like Tesla had a like he designed the first electric car, but that was shut down because uh Edison, he I think it was Edison, he uh he knew people in the oil field. So the gas cars went through. Yeah, but, don't get don't get me started on Edison because that guy stole a lot of stuff. That guy was I don't know. We we claim that he's this oh a great guy that you know invented the light bulb, but man, if you start digging into Edison, shoot, he stole a lot of stuff from a lot of people. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of wondering if he was related to to Hillary because man, it seems like a lot of people died around him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you if you look at the. Uh... The ACDC war. I mean, that was Edison's versus Tesla's power, like their power cords. And they, they were testing that on inmates for uh, the quickest death. And like you can look, you can look that up is they hooked them up to wires and they're like, oh, ours will kill inmates quicker than theirs will. You know, is that something to be proud of? You know, it's kind of it's kind of insane that people would be. I guess they would be excited for their product that's supposed to be helping people to instead kill people mm-hmm. the most humane way, which I, I'm, I don't know about you, but I don't think I want to get shocked to death. That doesn't sound very appetizing or fun to me, <laughs> not all the time. But uh, no, it's, it's, just, it's just crazy to think about all the stuff that we're being like lied to about, being hidden from us. My my thought is though is there's so much information about this out that people are starting to wake up to, and right. it's it's a it's a very big opportunity for people for us as the, like people to start asking these questions mm-hmm. and dig into this because now the information is starting to get out and it's kind of information that's already spewing out and people are now hungry to dig into. And so with Tartaria and Tesla and the Nephilim and all these, these ancient technologies and ancient, ancient teaching, it, it's 
going to be hard to put a stop to that because we're hungry for knowledge now. And people have been so blind and so, so deaf to the rumors for all this time, and they just wanted to go with the flow. But these generations that are coming in us, we're ready to figure out exactly what we've been being lied to about for all this time. And I, I'm really looking forward to digging into Tartaria because it's just in the mud floods, all that. It's such interesting stuff that nobody asks questions about. I mean, I didn't know about it until I think this year is the first time I actually heard about Tartaria and the mud floods and all that. It's just, it's really cool really cool stuff to to hear about yeah and i you know i i don't do it as i don't dig into history as much as i as i i used to um i i i like digging into history a lot so it actually intrigues me this that intrigues me the most about about um any kind of really any kind of conspiracy theory or any kind of something that's on the on the on the fringe of of what you could probably consider as, as, uh, you know, a mainstream, you know, thought is this, this, uh, the mud floods in Tartaria, you know, and I, and that's something that I'm going to start doing a lot more research on. And I have been actually recently on some of this stuff and under, trying to understand where, you know, you start looking at some of these, some of these pictures of them digging through, uh, buildings and there are complete subset of floors with windows underground like why would you need windows and doors underground unless there was something that happened that caused you know the, the land to come up and underground it and you know I, you know what about railroad tracks were those always there or were those buried you know because some of these things that they were actually burying uh un, or sorry unburying railroad tracks before railroad tracks were even put in place, they were unburying them. So it's like, you know, how long were those there? When did that happen? You know, it's just, you start digging into some of this stuff and, and, and when were these buildings built? Were they really built in the 1800s? Cause we've only, I mean, theory, we were only, we only been here since, you know, late 1600s. And this could have been out a lot more. Um, this could have been, you know, these buildings could be, um, instead of being a couple hundred years old, they could be multi hundred years old, you know, four or five, 600 years, you know, they were built or it could be longer than that, you know, and, and who built them and what technology, what technology did they have, you know? And it's like, shoot, man. It's like, I'm already starting to think like, you know, are we, you know, we talk about the Bible and stuff like that and with God and, and the Nephilim. And it's like, are we like. 2.0 humans like this is his second try on human beings you know and these buildings have actually been around for you know thousands and thousands and thousands of years you know you know it just kind of kind of you just kind of wonder i don't know it's that's some of the questions that i have to ask god when i when i meet him face to face in heaven you know <laughs> i mean yeah if you, if you look though i mean the bible never specifies how long adam and eve were in the garden and how many children they had. So, I mean, how do we know that during that time that that was going on, how do we know that they weren't taking and building these structures back then? And they could have been around for hundreds of thousands of years. Right. And basically kind of like what we did is we just, 
we moved into those buildings and we're like, hey, we made this. This this was us. Yep. I mean, we're we're taking credit for for something that another culture, another type of people could have created. And right. we don't we don't know any better because that's all we were taught. That's how history wrote it. The winners write history, the losers are forgotten. And that's 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 really how it goes. I mean, name name one story that the loser was like, hey, yeah, this is actually how it went. No, that's that's wiped off the map. You don't right. know anything about it. And we won't, you know, and that's why we got, you know, a lot of these pictures and stuff like that. And you start questioning some of the hieroglyphics and some of the other stuff that we that we see on there. And and you know, you start looking at that. And you're like, okay, well, what actually happened? And I don't think we'll, I don't think honestly we'll ever know. We can have our theories. We can have our, we're going to have our, you know, our hypothesis on a lot of these things, but we'll never know. I mean, it's just one of those things where it was completely rewritten. And, you know, when was it destroyed? When was it rewritten? That's, that's left up to, up to debate. Um, but, you know, you start looking at some of the buildings and why are they replicated throughout the world? And you start wondering, hmm, I mean, did really, did, did we, was this world populated differently than it is today? Or was it, you know, and was it destroyed? Was it, you know, was it, uh, you know, an asteroid? Was it the flood? Was it, I mean, what if these buildings were there and during the flood times? I don't know. You know, you really, really don't know unless, unless something happened with, you know, a glacier that caused a huge mud flood that wiped and buried a lot of these buildings. It's just so some of these things that you just don't know. I mean, you start looking at even like an uh, what was it the uh, shoot? I don't remember the time frame. 1800s. There was the there was the uh, uh, earthquake in Missouri, um, kind of down by you, um, the New Madrid line. You know that was felt Made the Mississippi run backwards. <laughs> yeah, and that was felt all the way in you know Boston and New York. You know it just and it made it made stuff shake over there. It was huge. And, you know, what was, what was the cause of that? Or what, what was the, what was the, uh, what was the effects of after that? You know, what, what, what did that do? You know, did that cause a mud flood? Did that, you know, it's just, you start wondering, you know, what, what was the cause for a lot of this stuff? And we don't know, you know, and there was, you know, they talk about the, the day, the, the sun went dark around, you know, during the day, and the theory is out there that there was some kind of volcano that, you know, erupted in, in uh, Canada and all the smoke and stuff went over New England and it caused pretty much a big blackout in the middle of the day, you know, and what did that, what that, what kind of, you know, what, what did that do? Cause we don't have any, a lot of that history. It just, it's, it's, I don't know why, but it's, it's just not around. You just hear about it and people have their theories, but there's not a lot of information on that stuff. It's kind of scary to think about is that it would take one catastrophe like that that could completely change our civilization as we know it. Right. We could have, is it Mount St. Helens? Yep. Like, like if that went, that could that could completely cripple the US economy. Well, to talk and, about the they talk about the super volcano that's underneath uh Yellowstone, you know, it's just it's, it, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like if that thing blew up, I mean, yeah, yeah, most of the United States is, is done. Like you're, yeah, it's, it's covered. Like, I think we're, 
I think we'd be on the outer fringes of it, but I think even where I'm at, I think maybe where you're at too, I'm not really sure, but um, I know that we'd be covered in some of it, but I don't think it would be horrific to us, but yeah, a good chunk of good chunk of the United States would be pretty much trash. Yeah. That's, that's really scary to think about because it, that's all it would take. Then the actual map would go across the entire world. How long would that, that would cause solar panels. Anyone who goes solar, the, right. your, your vehicles, your, your houses aren't powered anymore. Yeah, you're going to have to rely on your natural gas. You're going to have to rely on generators. But yep. with the push to take, like, and push everything towards solar powered energy, it's going to be that much easier to cripple the U.S. economy or any other country's economy because they could they could trigger that in some way and boom, we're, you have no power. You're, you're right. screwed. How, how are you going to, how are you going to, you know, basically, how are you going to heat your house? Right. I mean, that could cause, that could cause a lot of devastation to people. And uh, mm -hmm. I know that it's, it's just crazy to think about that something as little as that could be what caused Tartaria to fall. And it could have been the floods in the biblical floods that wiped them out we don't know but it it's just something that you have to it's definitely a possibility right. because the, the mud floods came from somewhere it could have been like you said it could have been a glacier it could have been the the earthquake it could have been man triggering something to happen knowing that like you know i mean putting the other plan to wipe them out so there's there's definitely things that we can do to cause those those outcomes to happen. Yeah, but you know, and and the circle is back to where this all started, you know, and to think that there's a potential that the Nephilim are still alive and they're still around and they're in hiding. And you know, you start looking at biblical end times and you start looking at, you know, the good versus evil you know when's when's their time you know when are they gonna are they gonna come out are they gonna fight are they what are they doing you know if if it's if you know it, there's there's stories of of stuff in afghanistan people in afghanistan our army saying hey you know we're we saw we had sightings of this you kind of wonder like <laughs> uh if they're still out there and around, you know, what are they doing and why are they hiding? You know, and you, you start thinking about this stuff and, and, you know, it'd be great to, to understand what's true and what's out there. Um, so we can prepare or understand just what is happening. Yeah. I mean, there's even, there's even sightings in Alaska of these things. And it's just like, what, what are are we prepared to accept that this is a real thing? Like wrap your mind around that. Are, 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 is anybody listening? Are we prepared to, to be like, oh yeah, that's, that exists. It's right in front of us, you know? I mean, wh when's the day gonna come whenever it's so normal to us that we see him on the streets? Mm -hmm. Are we spiritually and mentally ready to accept that? Because Whenever they're walking out there in the streets with us, that's the time to be like, you know, in the most fear because 
that's like the times of Noah. That's when Jesus is coming back. So they were everywhere back then. It was common, common knowledge. Right. And if they're trying to slowly indoctrinate that to the communities, to the society, into society, that's something that we need to stay very aware of because that's just more showing that time is coming. Like it's, you just have to be ready for that and be willing to do what it takes to be ready to basically help ourselves, help, help neighbors, help friends, because it's going to get rough. In those days, wow. it's going to be very hard. You look at the Great Reset, what it's going to do, it, it could be all part of the plan. Resetting right. it to how mm-hmm. they want the board game to be. And then those of us who aren't willing to play the game are going to be pushed off that that board. How are we going to eat? How are we going to you know, heat our houses? we we got to be prepared for this stuff. Yeah. You know, and they say it's going to be like the days of Noah. And usually that is reference to, you know, there was just a lot of sin. There was a lot of uh, destruction and a lot of um, things that God didn't like during that time. And that's why he destroyed it. Well, he, sure. You know, I guess, I guess that's, I, it's plausible. Um, but, you know, it also had the whole purpose of it was also to destroy the Nephilim in the process. and. That was also the main reason. So when you start hearing that, you know, in, in, you know, revelation and stuff in, in, and, uh, prophecy about the end times, it's gonna be like the days of Noah. Well, I think we're already seeing with the days of Noah that there's a lot of sin and a lot of corruption. Um, and there's a lot of people that are like Noah was doing was speaking truth and saying, Hey, you know what? I'm going to do this because God's going to destroy the earth. And that's what, you know, you and I are doing. And that's what a lot of other people are doing is just saying, Hey guys, you know, it's time to wake up. It's time to understand the truth and try to figure out what the truth is. Um, and we're not going to make this a, you know, today we're not going to make this a, um, biblical talk about, you know, salvation, but you know, there is, you know, a time and place for that to understand what is, what is the truth? What, what is truth? What is, what is the understanding of truth? And why is that truth being suppressed? Why is that happening as we come, as we keep getting further and further and further down the road here? And as we talk about the Great Reset in Agenda 2030, um, Agenda 21, um, what's happening with um, our, just our daily lives, the economy, um, uh, jobs and supply chains and everything else. We start digging into it and, and you start listening to what the mainstream media is saying and it's the complete opposite. They just start making excuses for something like, well, you know, the reason why they don't have any uh, flights today is because of weather, but it's 89 and sunny outside. Why is the weather an issue? Well, no, because there's another agenda afoot down here that you don't want. To, you're suppressing the truth. You're already trying to rewrite history in the process of it actually happening in real time. You're, you're just, you're just, you're just, you're just, you're masking it right off the bat. So the whole thing now is that we got to really, really be paying attention that even though what you see on the headlines is probably not what is happening in real life. So that is why it is important to start questioning because and it's really, really weird how everything is just flipped 180, how you can ask a question about a vaccine, but then you're considered 
a domestic terrorist because you're asking a question. Like, what is the problem with that? Like, why can't we just ask the questions? Because if we ask questions, we get down to the bottom of it. I'm not going to just trust blindly what my so-called experts are saying, because you know what, for all I care, most of those experts are paid off. That's, I mean, I'm going to say it. They're probably paid off. And unfortunately, I think that's the truth for a lot of things right now is you start seeing a lot of these influencers on YouTube, um, even like uh, now celebrities are coming out. You got rage against the machine. That's, hey, I'm going to rage against the machine up against, you know, mainstream media and government. But then now they're just like, no, nah, we're going to be for what they all say. Well, how much are they getting paid off for this crap? Seriously, like it is just ridiculous. So it's like, okay, well, we got to trust mainstream media, not alternative media. Well, mainstream media sucks too. So like, you know, they just, I don't know who to even, who to even trust anymore. So that is why I am pushing more towards alternative and digging in for my own information and just start seeing what, what do other people think? Because the more I have pulled away from the mainstream media and what the, what everybody else is saying, the more free I am. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I can see, I see both sides now and I can form my own opinion. But now that I'm forming my own opinion, I am anti this and I'm anti that and I am anti this. And it's just ridiculous how just because you want to become a three, free thinker, you're now labeled something that doesn't make any sense. I, it just, I don't know. I, that was a that was a random rumbling rambling on my end. It probably was incoherent, but so be it. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. I I think with uh, getting your information, look at the people who are getting banned. Look at the people who are having issues like this. They're trying to shut them up for a reason, and so that might be the best place to get some of the information you get. Is because why would the government try to shut them up? Unless there's something there that they don't want you to know. Right. Because if it's free speech, if it's you have your right to your opinion, why does everyone else have their opinion about something? But these people are speaking their opinion, get shut down. Why do they get removed from YouTube, from Google, all that? Facebook getting blocked. Yep. What's the point of that? If if their belief is so stupid and off-putting. Why would you even bother with them? Yeah. If it was so inaccurate, why would you want to even, ref why would you want to entertain banning them? No, because the reason why you're banning them is because, you know, there's, there's truth behind it. That, and that has to be the reason why they just, I mean, I can say, you know, I'm Santa Claus, I'm Santa Claus, I'm Santa Claus, but you know what? No, YouTube won't ban me for saying I'm Santa Claus, but because why? Because, you know, I'm not Santa Claus. You can physically see that I'm not Santa Claus, but like you start, you start showing documented evidence by why something may not be effective or something may that, that the mainstream media media is pushing. And all of a sudden you're, you're, you're completely shut down. Why, why, why can't we have a broad range of understanding on something, you know, why aren't we pushing eating healthy and exercising versus, you know, masks? Like I haven't heard one health public health official that is in the mainstream media talk about 
eating healthy and exercising. I, I, I have not heard it. I have not heard almighty, almighty Fauci saying anything along the lines. And he's a health expert. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I just don't get it. Like why suppress health? You know what I mean? Like why suppress any doctor doctors? Doc, they all have the same kind of degrees. Why suppress only one portion of them, but not the other portion? What's, what's the point behind that? Yeah, I mean, you look, they, they definitely have gotten really big on banning those YouTube channels who are for healthy. Hey, instead of doing this shot or wearing this mask, work on your immunity. Bam. You put that out, out there on Google. Wiped out. You can't find that information. You have to go through 15 different sites. And then to get to those sites, you have to go through another set of sites just to get right. to their website to get that information. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. That's why we're not on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'd probably be banned it's, right away. We probably would have got our first episode out and banned. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, that's that's where this whole thing is kind of spiraled into is, you know, is that we're seeing we're seeing a history rewritten right before our eyes. We're seeing information being suppressed and banned right before our eyes. And this isn't new. This isn't this, they, they haven't just started suppressing this stuff. It's been around for hundreds and thousands of years. And that's why we are where we are today. That's why we don't officially know our, our history because his, because this information has been suppressed throughout the years. So what is real? Yeah, we have documented um, literature on Nephilim. We have documented literature on giants. We have skeleton remains found of, of large animals, of large humans, of petrified, uh, of petrified um, buildings in wood. And we have buried buildings that have multiple levels below them with windows and doors. And we have these huge 36, 50 foot doors. Why? And we don't know. And it's like, oh, this building was built in, you know, 600 BC by so-and-so. And it took them 57 years. And, but they have 50 foot doors. Why? <laughs> you know, and it's just, exactly. it's it, that, history i i think it's been like that for a very very long time where where throughout it it certain things have been erased to support a certain narrative to be able to um control people and that's kind of where we're sitting right now is that you know that the history has been rewritten to control people and the more you can dumb them down the more you can think uh stop them from free thinking the more they will just follow the narrative and just go along with it. And unfortunately, that's a lot of people. And a lot of people probably won't agree with this episode. A lot of people probably won't even find this episode. But, um, you know, that's where we're at right now. And it, and it's and it, people need to be aware of the, the issue at hand here is that throughout our history, history has been rewritten. And it's happening right before our eyes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's time to start opening our eyes because with with all the stuff that we're putting into ourselves, you know, and I'm guilty of it too with fast food and everything, it's all put in there to help dumb us down, to relax us, to cover up that that need to dig into more. And so 
the more junk you put in your life, you're not going to get nothing out of it. Right. So it's time to start asking those questions, doing the research for it, because why were they making those? How did they make those buildings back then? It's something that we we want to know. You know, we want to know. We want to dig into that, figure out anything we can about it. So anyone listening, don't be afraid to do the research on this. Don't be afraid to dig into it. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to, if you if you want to email us, we, we give out the email at the end of the, the podcast. Email us with your question. Any of them, you know, we're, we want to dig into it. We want to learn more and we want to help you while like, you know, it's helping us also. So anything to help everybody out, figure out what's going on in this world we live in to figure out what happened in our past to figure out what, what's coming in our future. We want to know all these things just like you do and it'll be a fun trip doing it together. Right. Yep. And as Donald said, um, if you have any uh, expertise or knowledge on any of the subjects that we talked about today, especially when it comes to history, rewrite, Nephilim, giants, um, any of that stuff. Um, even we, we hit on Tataria and mud floods, um, any other information like that. And you want to help us understand and hop on and come on to the podcast. Um, you can definitely get a hold of us at the rough waters podcast at protonmail.com. Um, this episode will be streamed on uh, Anchor as well as Spotify and the video will be on Odyssey. So yeah, this, uh, this has been a fantastic episode. I, I think that um, we explored a lot of different topics um, kind of interspersed underneath the main subject. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, if you have any, if any expertise in this stuff, we'd love to hear more. Yeah. And this will be the conclusion of the Rough Waters podcast. I am Barry. And I'm done. All right. I'll see you next time. All right. Bye. of evil. Flying missiles of Pentecost of the second quarter. We are controlling transmission.